Some of the questions I get in the Ask Me Anything are like this. Based on what you have said from previous Ramble vid, luck versus grit in affecting one's success or something like that, it seems that you hold the view that human identity is shaped by genetic and environmental factors and really not by human choice. I wonder how you approach the notions of humanitarian free will and hard determinism. These are two opposite views that assert that human behavior is either entirely free or entirely determined. What do you feel about either of those views or do you think there is some middle ground? So in the past, I would frequently talk about philosophical, social, and political topics to the degree that like half my rambles were that way and people would complain like oh, just stop putting the fuck what is this politics man stop it stop it stop it i don't do it as much now but there have been previous rambles on my positions on free will but i don't particularly want to do them again i don't feel that answering these questions really helps me especially because people just get frustrated they will want to respond and i probably won't see the comments let me tell you something funny see this it seems that you hold the view that human identity is shaped by genetic and environmental factors and really not by human choice. This is at least somewhat related to, you know that clip of me saying, I want you right now to believe that you can fly. Have you done it? Great, jump out your window. I want you right now to believe that you can fly. Have you done it? Great, jump out your window. This is somewhat related to this topic because what I'm trying to show is that you don't choose your beliefs. You know more can choose to believe that you can fly, then a Republican can just choose to be a Democrat tomorrow, using American political stuff. Implicit in the way this person has asked this question is that human choice is something distinct from genetic and environmental factors. Like, if you had two people go to a pet store and one buy a cat and one buy a dog, and I ask you, why do they have different preferences? What are you going to reach to? You're going to reach to genetic or environmental factors. That's all you can reach to, because our choices are based off these two things. Not always in a simple linear path, as in we are constantly bombarded with bits of information that shapes us as people and informs us and therefore influences what decisions that we make. It's why you will not right now jump out your window, because every single part of your experience suggests that it's a terrible move. But there are some people right now who are getting different stimuli in their environment who will conclude the complete opposite and are right now jumping out their window, maybe for good or bad reasons. And there was always some hypothetical route you could go down where there would be sufficient external variables that impact upon you that would cause you to jump out a window. But right now, they're not there, so you won't do it. Like, usually I like to limit this to a more simple example that removes the nuances of multiple different variables just to learn more about the other person's position. So I usually say, imagine a person is walking to school. They're six years old, right? And then out of nowhere, a dog runs out and like attacks them, rips their arm, like shreds it. They have scars and potentially even loss of muscle there for their entire life. At the corner of their eye, every single time they do anything, there is, hey, dogs are vicious. And this person has stress whenever they see a dog. They, they remember the trauma. They, they, it's potentially just a, an aspect of their brain. It's like, oh, this, uh, dogs are a threat. Dogs are a threat, man. They're, they're going to kill you. And then so later in life, this person has the option to go and get a pet. And he goes to the pet store and the owner of the pet store says, hey, do you want a cat or a dog? And the person goes, oh, I'll take a cat. Did that person choose to get a cat? And really, a lot of it's going to come down to what you believe choice is. The determining factor in this scenario is not the person and some magical free will. It's whether or not a dog attacked him on the way to school when he was six. He didn't choose for that variable to exist in his environment. He didn't choose to have that experience. It's a thing that happened to him that later on in life has determined the choice that he is making between a dog and a cat. If that variable didn't exist in the past, he may have chosen a dog. There may be other variables in, in his environment that gave him much better experience with dogs and he would pick one. But as long as that variable's there, this outcome is certain, at least in this scenario. But this is how, in a very simplified way, I think of 
all choices. So I'm more of a determinist. The only forms of free will that I accept are really limited definitions of free will that I almost don't like to use because they're often used to like smuggle support for more libertarian views of free will. So for example, a choice that is not coerced by another sentient being, I could call free will. As in, if I walk to my kitchen and make a sandwich, that is more free to me and more evidence of my will than if a person put a gun to my head and said, make a fucking sandwich, and I did. Like there's clearly a distinction that is happening there between me acting on my own volition or acting on the volition uh, of, of another sentient being, right? But ultimately, the reason why I think you're making a sandwich is because of genetic and environmental factors. That if they were different in your past, you wouldn't be making a sandwich. You might be making a burrito or taco or something, right? My view is that if I were to snap my fingers and restart today again with no variable of the past being changed, this entire day would play out the exact same way. Now, the main reason I hold to these views is because I cannot conceive of it being any different. That doesn't make it true. My ability to understand things is not evidence of really anything, but because I can't conceive of an alternative, I am forced to base my decisions in my life based on this understanding, right? Because I recognize there are other people who hold different positions to me. And in discussions with these people, I'm not more convinced of what they believe than what I believe. But like, I think pretty much anyone can accept that if you were born in a different place, you would make different choices. You would have different environmental variables impacting you. And you would have different preferences. You go to different schools. You go to meet different people. Your entire life would be different. In a fictional scenario where there are a pair of twins who were raised with the exact same environment, do you think they would have an identical personality or not? Thanks for the content as well. Well, it's a, it's a question of whether I think genetics impacts personality, which I do. And I don't think twins are ever perfectly identical. So there would be some differences. But also the same environments does not mean the same experiences, right? If you have two people who stand next to each other at all times throughout their entire life, they're still going to have different experiences. One person's going to fall in love with this person because there's only one of that person. Their experience with that person will shape who they are, where this person will fall in love with another person and their experience who they are will be shaped by that person, right? Your environments can't be perfectly the same because the people in them are still unique. Everything in your environment is not duplicated for the two individual people. You will have different experiences. The environmental variables that impact you will be different and therefore there will eventually be dissimilarities. I often worry people give more credence to my words because I have a degree in psychology. It's a bachelor's degree, right? It just gives you like a surface level understanding of the field. Obviously, my life experience, all other things I've read outside of my university, all my experiences with people, my own just reflection upon life, other people, all the philosophical debates I've listened to and stuff, all that's also going to impact what I believe and why. I use the term there, compatibilism. Compatibilism is like a, a, the in-between of determinism and libertarian free will. A compatibilist will say we're to some degree determined and to some degree we are free. Like I was already interested in philosophy and talked about philosophy before I got a psych degree. I care far less about it now because I question whether any of this really matters. Do any of my goals for life or the world really get impacted all that much if I spend additional time reflecting upon a debate over determinism, compatibilism, and free will, or libertarian free will? I don't think it really does. If I spend a day just digging down further and further deeper and deeper into the underlying premises of everything that I believe or the axioms that define the foundations of, of my belief structure, is that worth it? No. Can I even identify the true reasons why I believe anything that I do, but given that I'm exceptionally biased and want to perceive myself in a good way, and I obviously want to justify the things that I want to do emotionally. Can, can, can I even reach accurate conclusions given my own psychological biases on, on the issue? Who knows? Maybe not.
It's just something I don't like to reflect on. I don't like thinking on these questions as much as I did in the past. Once upon a time, I was very convinced that truth matters. Believing more true things will lead you to having a better life. I don't necessarily think that's true anymore. There is utility in believing false things, especially in cases where everyone else around you believes those false things as well. Like, let's say I falsely believed that reaction content was good for everyone. If I believed this, I would live a better life. Sure, other people wouldn't lead better lives, but my life would be better. And the only way that wouldn't be true is if a significant amount of people came to believe the opposite and wouldn't forgive me for just being wrong, which is unlikely. As I've said before, I ultimately believe that everyone is driven by an underlying desire to achieve feelings that we want and like and to avoid feelings that we don't want and don't like. And obviously these two things come into contest with each other at various different points. But the exact things that you would ideally want to believe in any given circumstance to do this effectively will depend upon the particular individual and their particular circumstances. If your entire society believes in a particular form of religion, even if completely untrue, completely fabricated, it could be obviously good for achieving both these goals to actually believe in it, right? As I say, I don't like talking about this stuff anymore. Especially because listening to this back, I would obviously want to phrase things differently. Like if I wrote it down, I would write it very differently. I don't think this would be convincing to anyone who doesn't already agree with me. The video, why people are as they are, will always be one of the better explanations I, I, I've given on what I believe differentiates people in terms of their behavior. But it's an interesting question to ask yourself. Why do people differ in their preferences? What is the root cause of that? One person can like chocolate, another person not like chocolate. Think of all the possible reasons that could be the case. And at no point will you just go, well, they just decided on Tuesday to not like chocolate. Stop. Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.